<laughs> I believe it starts at like this. Welcome, uh, welcome, welcome. You, I was uh, gonna NPR. Uh, I, I give up. I guess I'm not gonna NPR introduce. No, 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 no. NPR intro. I can cut these fuckers out. <laughs> I don't know what NPR intro is. I, no, so... I'm gonna NPR intro it. I'm gonna NPR intro. Okay. It. No idea right. what NPR is, but let's do it. Okay. Here's my NPR intro. Hello, everyone. <laughs> welcome to Rant. <laughs> Hold on. Is NPR, is NPR uh, very similar to Serial Killer? Because yes, yes, Jesus NPR is very, it's very monotone. It's very. Here's a lot of information this, with no real personality. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. CNN. It's for people whose favorite band are Arctic Monkeys. Like that's what oh, NPR my is goodness. for. Goodness, I have no idea what that is, but I feel like it's an insult. All right, Jim, take two. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome to Rant <laughs> I'm your host tonight, Jim Fucking Keel. Whoa! With me is uh, is Jeff. Howdy, <laughs> David. Fucking right. And Michael. Hello. 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 And uh, Todd is somewhere in a dark closet playing Final, <laughs> playing Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> um. My talking about Todd. some sort of code that he, he just cracked. He's still he's, on Slack, and I, I have a feeling he's going to tune in halfway through the show. Just he's uh, he's he's got a he's got a a pretty gnarly uh, pretty gnarly migraine. migraine. Um, he's watching us from afar. He's, and, he's listening uh, yeah. to us. And, and listening so, to us is not going to help his migraine. And is I he producing to, and seducing? I, I think he's you know, seducing than producing. He's always producing and seducing. He's just, you know, in the shadows. And I even right see now. I even see fucking Kevin on the stream. <laughs> yeah, Kevin's destroyed. <laughs> hey Kevin. Hey Kevin. You our could be co-host? here right now. <laughs> you could be, be here. on team speak. You could be. You could uh, be. He's, he's gonna say he's at he's at we he's miss you, working. Kevin. He's taking a long no, shit. You, Kevin. He's not working. <laughs> okay. He's shitting. I called the special session of ranting media rant on. Because E3 just happened, and uh, I feel like we should talk about that. Yeah, so, probably a little bit. And the reason why I feel like we should talk about that is if you if you listen to the show, I, I've somewhat become disenfranchised with video games over the last five years. I feel like I've already said this a couple of years ago. Well, I'm going to say it again, because uh, shit, this is America, and shit just can't stay dead, and we're going to bring it back up again. Um, so, uh, I watched the Nintendo E3 press conference, <clears throat> and uh, it was good. I enjoyed quite a bit of it. Um, but if I were, if you were to try and convince someone like me, someone who's maybe been out of the video game loop for a little while, what is what is here's the best things that's coming out that to get somebody excited for video games. So I asked you guys, the three of you, to come up. Each of you come up with three things from E3. That has got you guys fucking just lit on fucking fire, Gary Vaynerchuk style. And let me let me have it. Bukaki me with your fucking information. Whoa. That might be a bit far, my friend. That's how bad I want it. That's how much I want. Okay, whore. Alright. <laughs> He's uh, a whore. He's a whore. Y'all y'all are adults, y'all can figure out who to go first. Um, Give it, David. No! Damn it, why me first? Okay, fine. Okay, first off, my top three is 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 really tough because there's a couple ones that I was just like, oh, and then I was like, ooh, and then I was like, ah. So, and and those exact sounds. 
So, top one, still the same from last year, Cyberpunk 2077. And one of the reasons why this is my top pick is because fucking Keanu Reeves. That little asshole came out of fucking nowhere and just shows up in the trailer, fucking blew everything out of the water. Women were fainting. Then all of a sudden he pops out onto the E3 stage and talks about this game. Uh, I'm pretty sure... They had to clean the seats. Hey, real quick. Did we have mm. to stop the stream? Well, my computer just shot the bed. Uh-oh. Ooh. So, oh, no. Uh, David, if you would please resume the stream. Uh, shit. I don't, I don't know how to do that. Uh, yeah, he, well, should, he does the easy stream from, I know, right? from video games. Oh. Yeah, that's, you can do that. You just... Uh, it'll, stream, it'll stream the audio from here. Here, what about this? I will put up like a uh technical difficulties thing and then you fix your computer well i mean i don't even have g4 i can't access anything right now restart i just do it don't have to we're a professional podcast network people <laughs> just uh the stream everybody from... has how do you stream like to facebook this? normally uh through overwatch oh fuck yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I said, the easy button. <laughs> User disconnected from your channel. Uh, hold on. So Jeff's dead. <laughs> so are we still recording the podcast though? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, um, we can take a I, I would rather, out of it. I think. I think we. Yeah, we could. We could delete some of this. Let's go ahead and uh, wait a second. Well, I want to. Yeah, I want to wait because I, I, I have not a rebuttal, but I have a. a this is exactly what I wanted to talk about. I know, I know. That's the main reason why I brought it up. And I want the people who were listening to get back on, and yeah. Okay, hold My on. My aunt called me. Oh, no. If you're, I, I, nobody's listening to this. It's just us, right? Yeah. Yeah, because Jeff's not streaming currently, and uh, hold David's on. recording, but... So I'm going to do... I'm going to start recording right now. Maybe, uh, share now, public news, news feed, no, eh, photo, video, oh man, I haven't done this in forever, live, here we go, done, did that work? I feel like that didn't work. OBS. Oh, you just urged my email. User joined your channel. Oh, he's back already. I couldn't even get the stream up yet. Well, I mean, let's see what happens. What happened to your computer? I, dude, I've got so many fucking problems with this computer right now. How don't make me, like, stoked to have this computer? No, uh, no, he, no, no, no. I don't no. have problems with my computer, so. No, I, it's just, I, I Decided to go to the 100, 144 hertz thing, and that's where it fucked me up. Long story I don't short, see how that's possible. Jim, Jim, just long story short, Jeff has a zombie computer. So, he, Michael, he... normally I would agree with you, but here's the thing. I've, yeah, so many problems. Uh, sorry, everybody, for that. We're back on the stream. Hopefully it does not crash again. Hopefully. <laughs> 
Uh, it happened when I started trying to play a YouTube video on the 144 hertz side. Ruh -roh. Ruh -roh. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh. So, so you were you were talking about Cyberpunk 2077, right? So, Cyberpunk 27, Cyberpunk 2077. One of the reasons why it's my top pick right now at the moment and edges out just a little bit for everybody else is the fact that Keanu Reeves uh, suddenly showed up at the very end of the trailer, uh, looking fucking glorious, and uh, probably stole Bucky's uh, metal arm from Avengers. And yeah, I mean, the fact that he was able to come out there on stage, wow the crowd, I'm pretty sure they had to clean a few seats. There was a couple of women screaming their heads off. I'm pretty sure a gay guy fainted. Um, you know, it was amazing. It was a really cool experience to watch. Um, I was excited about the game from the get-go, but to be able to have a big name behind it like this, it's really exciting. Now... Mind you, it also brings a little bit of trepidation for me personally because um, it feels like this is what happened to the, the – what's starting to happen to the uh, gaming industry is what happened to the animation industry uh, so many odd years ago when uh, Aladdin first came out for Disney um, with a name like Robin Williams behind it. I feel like Aladdin – would have done maybe a third of what it did without it without him. So the fact that Keanu Reeves is in this game puts this game on a pedestal, and it also brings about a certain level of commitment. I'm not 100 percent certain uh, CD Red, uh, CD Project Red can bring just because of the size of their studio. Uh, other top picks for me. Uh, Here, personally, can I hit on something though? Can yeah, I, go can for I, it. All right. You're showing it. You, you kind of touched on it. You kind of touched on it. Uh-huh. So, and I'm, I'm going to play the David card, guys, and I'm sorry about that. <laughs> you're going to be the devil's advocate? I am. Oh, I so, can be a normal? The, can I, get, I can be one of the guys now? You can be one of the I'm guys I'm so now. excited. So, I, I, was, I was cool with Cyberpunk 2077. It, it looked cool and stuff like that. And then... When they did the Keanu Reeves thing, uh -huh. it was like it was like you know, oh Keanu Reeves, and he came out and that was very cool. It was a cool moment. It was a big pop moment. But then the the only thing that I could think of was, do they not have faith in the game alone that they had to add this star, this very popular, you know, currently popular star? Now I I think I think they didn't have to. But at the same time, you have to remember the kind of game that they're coming up against is uh, is uh, I can't remember the name of the damn uh, game, but it has uh, uh, what's his name? Are you talking uh, about Death Stranding? Yes, Norman Reedus fetus. Norman yes. Reed, Norman, Norman Reedus, Reedus right, fetus. right. So Simulator, you gotta yes. you gotta think about that. So you gotta realize that you know Cyberpunk and 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 this uh, this other game that I already forgot the name of. <laughs> Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Thank you. Uh, they're they're on a they're kind of like on the same level of obscure sci-fi-ish story-driven game. So it to me it seems like a natural progression. I kind of feel like maybe that this was in the works for a while now and may have started once um, 
uh, Death Stranding, I think is what you said it was, yeah. kind of now made the announcement that uh, Norman Reedus was in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though that was like a year ago. Right. So I th- they've had plenty of time to integrate um, Keanu Reeves into this into this lore, into this game. Um, so I'm not so worried naturally, necessarily the fact that they needed this, but I think that it was kind of like a, you know what? They're bringing Norman Reedus. We can one-up this shit because we're CD Projekt Red. We have a squeaky clean record at the moment. I have to say, I like this trend of getting stars to play roles <laughs> in games, almost like it's a movie role. The, like so, they're getting such a accurate motion capture of all these actors right. that they can actually have them as either a playable character or an interactable character in the game. And it's it's really I, f- I feel like it's upping the production value of these games to have a fully v- you know I, I know voice acting has been a thing in the past, but how often right. do you know the names of all the voice actors in the games you play? Sure, oh. I mean you know besides the common like two, you know. But now you're gonna you're gonna pick up a game that you you know even if you pick it up on a bargain rack and you've never played it before and you pick it up and you're like, holy shit, Halle Berry was in this game. Well, see, that's the thing. Yeah, it was though. Catwoman the video game, man. This this is where yep. I become worried about Not it, really. though. <laughs> and and the reason why I'm worried about it is because you got to think about what happened to the animation world uh, once it once Aladdin popped. So when Aladdin popped, you had big name. You had um, uh, wow, shit. Uh, whoa, why did I completely? Robin Williams. So you had Robin Williams that made Aladdin without his name tied to that movie. Disney wouldn't be the powerhouse animation studio that it is today, nor oh, would you're full all of these... shit, David. No, 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 I'm not. Listen, There's no the reason... way Disney sinks just because Aladdin doesn't exist. Well, no, no, I'm not saying it doesn't sink. I'm saying it's not going to be anywhere near as big as it is. The reason why I'm saying, and the reason why I'm saying that is because they're using their power and money to get a lot of these big stars and big voices into their animation studio. But the problem is. You're getting the same shit from the Hand Me Down Studios. I'm sorry, there's a couple of them out there. Uh, there's there's several. Uh, I don't even remember the animation names half the time, but they have B list actors and people that you can recognize their names. But you're really, I can't really tell you like all their other like uh, Hercules, for example, is another one. Danny DeVito. He had a couple other ones I can't remember that was in the in the in the movie, but. You know, Hercules was an okay story. It was an okay animated movie. But without some of those names tied to that movie, I don't think it would have done as well. And the thing is, though, we're getting a lot of that in spades at the moment where you have uh, almost direct-to-movie uh, direct quality sh- uh, studios putting out all these shows or animations that, you know, they have names tied to it. And that's the only reason they did as well as they did. And they're cheap, like, cheaply done, not really well done animated movies. Well, okay. So, number one, do we just give up on creating new stars? Because, I mean, if 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 everybody's thing is, <clears throat> oh, in order to sell anything, we got to have this big name, uh, you know, attached to our project, it just seems lazy. It just seems like, why are you guys, like, why are you guys even bothering it? Well, first it, off, they just added him in the last year of production. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like did they did they get into the project and they realize, okay, like, 
oh, this game, oh, I just, it's just not, it's not hitting the, the spots we think it's going to, it's going to need to hit. So we got to add this star power. Who's hot right now? Keanu Reeves is hot right now. Let's, let's throw him in this. And then the, he comes out to this huge pop and does all this fanfare and stuff like that. Cause they know he can sell a product. Right. When so many other games are great and they don't necessarily need that star power. Um, right. Right. It just seems a little, it just seems a little contrived that, we need to have this star in order to sell this game. Because, I mean, God of War didn't have a star. Red Dead Redemption 2 didn't have a star. And it, it you know, it, it sold, you know, million, those games sold millions of copies. Right, yep. right. Which is what... This so is does, does Cyberpunk this... 2077 sell... Is it is it a better game because of Keanu? No, it's not. I hope not. A the... better game? No, but probably a better experience. I think now that, he adds, like, another layer to it, but, like, the big thing about that game that's drawing so much for me is just the caliber of quality that was established with Witcher 3. Okay. Like, I th- I, it's, I, it, it was such a good game. Um, I have a lot of qualms about this one. Like, I'm not pre-ordering it. Uh, but, you know, we'll see what happens. So I think I, I I'm in love with the whole the whole world at the moment personally even before Keanu Reeves was announced, and the reason why I'm saying that is because I'm a big fan of of cyberpunk, the genre. Uh, I really really enjoy post apocalyptic worlds, um, and, and cyberpunk happens to be like again one of my favorite genres. So the fact that they made a, a game in this fashion that's more up to date. Then say classic titles like uh, <laughs> I can't think of any right now uh, that I really enjoyed. There was um, a game. There was a game. It makes me think of this one game I played on the PS3. God, I can't. Remember. It, it started with a V. I think it was called Vindication. Right. Or... There's been a. There's been plenty. Trust me. Like, um, what's his name? Uh, William Shatner created a, a first person shooter. That he tied his name to, and it was called Tech Wars. So really okay, cool real, world. So he didn't create this game; he, he just put his name on it. No, he did, and he didn't. So, so he actually is—he's a novelist, uh, if you don't know. I, and he created—he created, he created a, a series of books called Tech Wars. I actually thoroughly enjoyed him as a, as a young adult. Did not know, I did not know that. Uh, long story short, it's basically kind of like a crime crime drama based world where there is a digital drug called tech very that leaves very similar uh after effects to like heroin and ecstasy um uh, but it's delivered through a chip uh, that's you know that uh electrically stimulates your brain but uh it's just kind of going through the world of of that that he created that those first person shooter was and it's a post apocalyptic or not post apocalyptic but a, a cyber cyberpunk drama uh and, and i just really enjoy those kind of uh that kind of genre so that's the reason why i always liked cyberpunk before uh keanu reeves was even introduced into this into this game so that's the kind of world i enjoy so i was all about this um so that that was my first number one pick for e3 okay 2019. cool cool I, I i'm i'm not i'm not poo-pooing the game just yet i i gotta be honest um just from what I've seen, and again, I'm not, I'm not like this, this big gamer, but I, I think I, I like the way Astral Chain looks more than Cyberpunk 2077. 
Mm. Uh, am I never alone, even am heard I alone of it. in thinking that? <laughs> I, I've never heard of it. Hold on, let me look it up. That's the one of the big uh, Nintendo uh, games from this year. Uh, okay. okay, I got it up on the stream now. See, now that's the thing that I'm worried about. You know, like, I'm not saying by any means that Nintendo is a subpar studio or not as big as CD Projekt Red. What I'm, what I'm worried about, though, is that uh, other studios are going to bring in some big big stars or big names to run their to run their their main star you know program or whatever are they going to be is this going to be the future of gaming where you just have hollywood actors come in and and try to push their star power onto a subpar game and you just don't get a good yeah i agree with you good experience that's my big fear because i feel like you know i think right now where we're at in gaming is you have a clean palette you have a true uh artistic view of the world and uh, of of gaming right now where where people true creators can create a real world a real experience and, and tell a story that hasn't been marred by politics or overly uh greedy studios uh, until very recently with, with, you know, EA scandals and, you know, uh, the likes that are going on with Blizzard. it You know, we're starting to see a little bit of marring there. But a, for the most part, it's been like, you know what? let's Here's my story. Here's my the way that I feel like the visual should be. Do you dig it? And the money that was brought to the studios was because this was a damn good game. And we want more of it. That's how Blizzard got as big as it did. That's how Activision got as big as it did. And, you know, EA, they they took a semi-easy route, but they also took a very expensive route. They put their, their name and their, and their uh, money into sports games. Uh, they've been doing motion capture better than anyone. They've been doing image capturing better than anyone because... The 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 athletes are what sell these games, and they have to look real. They have to look good, and they have to move like you would expect them to move in real life. This is just a to me. This is an evolution of that. Mm. So I'm done on my on that. Uh, I feel like I've said <laughs> my piece. Oh, um, sorry about that. Those. The dog went crazy. Um, that, yeah, it's, you're not wrong. I mean, I, I, I agree with you on a lot of those things. Um, I just, I just wanted to know if I was alone in that. Cause I, I felt like I was, everybody got so excited for the fucking Keanu Reeves thing. And I'm just like, I mean, the game's going to suck. That's not, this- that's not the thing that, that sold it for me. I, it's, it's just kind of a cool additional thing. Cause like, um, I like him as an actor. I think he's going to bring something unique oh, to for the sure. series. I, yeah. I don't, I don't but, doubt that at all. I don't think it's. I hope I don't. I don't view it as a gimmick. I'm just. I don't know. I was reading something earlier today about Cyberpunk, and they were saying, um, like, they're a year out from release, and there's still a lot of issues with like oh, the combat. They're about to have a lot of crunch. That yeah. bums me out. Yeah, there's just it's just um, the game's been in development for five years, and yet it still seems like they're just now getting to but the isn't end. that isn't that kind of cd project red's thing though like isn't that no not necessarily i mean the the witcher 3 had a lot of development issues but it wasn't let me rephrase that 
I don't think it was as well known back then. This this game had definitely has a lot more scrutiny tied to it just because of their success with The Witcher 3. Yeah. Can I say something I about The Witcher 3? Yeah, because it's just so much more... Like, their expectations and the bar has been raised for them so much that there's just a lot of expectation out of them now. So now that the uh, The Witcher 3 is coming to Switch, I actually am going to play the whole thing. Yeah, I've seen that a couple of times, but... Um, I think you're kind of doing yourself a disservice just because there's... Oh, it looks, it looks like a PlayStation 3 game. Like an early right. res PlayStation 3 game on the Switch. Like if, you, just... if you look at it like 1080p with proper like a proper graphics card powering that thing, holy shit, it's well, beautiful. Well, I, I can tell you, and this is why I've, I've, I've never been that PC gamer. I, I could give two shits about graphics. I, no, I, no, 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 no. I understand that, but when I say like... It's, I don't even think it's graphics. It's that it's, the game is not going to. It's not going to well. perform as well. Like I mean, I'll, I'll, for sure, if, if it's if it's just like gets ported to Switch and gets a dog shit, like it just gets shit on. I'm not going to buy, it, obviously. But the, the majority time, like, of like the big game ports are dumpster fires when I they mean, first come out, yes, and then they're not very good even after they've been fixed. Well, I mean, what which games are you referring to? Uh, Skyrim. Yeah, which is a. Pretty similar experience. I to mean, Skyrim has. If you Witcher. go to Metacritic, Skyrim has a as a pretty decent overall review on Switch. Uh, same with Doom. Uh, same with uh, Dark Souls. I think it was what three or whatever that came out, or whichever one it was. They all have decent Switch uh, Switch reviews. Um, Skyrim has. Oh, yeah, but Skyrim is pretty old at this point. I mean, for, yeah, for yeah. sure. You have to realize Skyrim 80, is 84 back... on Switch, Skyrim has. Right. It only got an 84 out of a 94 Metacritic from the PC version. And, and it's still eight but years I, old. But I bet you, I bet you, if you look at the, the, the reason why there's a 94 versus 84, I bet you it's not gameplay. I bet you it's graphics. Well, no, it could just be overall performance. Yeah. You're sticking... So, so you have to remember, the Switch... Like, the Switch's graphics are powered, if I'm remembering correctly, it's an NVIDIA Tegra chipset. This was uh, not meant... This was not meant to replicate what was... Even on a PlayStation 3, for instance, or PlayStation 4. Like, the graphics chipset's just not as powerful. Yeah. And because of that, you know, you're, you're taking a game that was running probably pretty solidly at 30 frames per second at least output at a 1080p and now you're having to force that onto a, a graphics chip so that was never meant to run that so it's just i i don't foresee the performance being there the way that it should be interesting so, i mean mainly and i it's the th- the thing that that mainly gets me excited uh is I, I don't have the time or the patience to sit down in my home and play a video game that big. I just don't. But this gives me the capability to be able to take it to work, which I'm at, I feel like, the 90% of my life. It gives me the ability to take it out, uh, you know, when I'm doing whatever, whatever I may be doing, and have some downtime and just can throw on a game. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I love... I, that's, that's why the Switch by far is my favorite video game system of 
the last several several generations. Well, the um, reason being is because you're a mobile gamer. Nintendo I, well, Switch is the ultimate mobile. But I gotta be honest right with you. Now. I, I've had I've I've had Game Boys. I've had DSs. I've had you know I have I've had bef- you know my my Android. I've had iOS, and I've never been into games that aren't like just time waster games. You know, right? But the Switch does something for me because it gives me the ability to do both. That's why I love the Switch so much. It get it, what what Switch does is it bridges the gap between uh time what you call time waster games on from mobile platforms and and brings it into a into a more console true console experience um but on the go which is something that you know started with the Sega Game Gear. I would huh. even say probably started before 45 that. 45-minute uh, battery life. Right, no shit. Uh, and that was six fucking batteries. Um, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Skyrim on the Switch looks like dog shit, dude. It does. And it, yeah, I, no, I'm it's not bad. Why. It does. Right. But, but that's but you got to remember, the Switch has never been intended to be a graphics powerhouse. It's, well, it's, that's, it's, that's what I'm saying, though. You're taking... But your, it's not uh, just the graphics. It's that it doesn't have the processing power to handle these right. games. That they're porting so over. They either, right. they either have to dumb a lot of stuff down and strip stuff out of it to where it's, I don't know, just not as They, they would dumb down some of the AI. They would have to dumb down some of the, the characters so that where they're not as responsive, they're a little bit more blocky. Yeah, these are these are things that will affect your overall game experience, not just by graphics, Jim. Sometimes you have to realize that you know there's you're thinking of graphics as in the sense of you know the Final Fantasy VII from 1995 to the new Final Fantasy remake. Yeah, graphics aren't that important. The story is still basically the same, but what you're doing is you're you're giving yourself a more immersion into this game to to where you feel like you're actually the adventurer you feel like you're actually part of the story and and it gives you a better experience because i guarantee you if final fantasy 7 or even final fantasy 8 which is the one you prefer was made with dots and and fucking uh stick figures you wouldn't like it as much i mean have you played final fantasy 6 or 8 or (laughs) the graphics are pretty fucking bad um, yeah, no. But at the time, Final they Fantasy, playing at the Final time, Fantasy they Seven, like five years after it came out, because I didn't play it when it first came out. I played it five, six years after it came out. Oh, that, oh, um, which was well after you know Final Fantasy Ten had come out, Final Fantasy Twelve had come out. I bought into all the hype that it was the best game ever, and I played it, and I didn't make it very far because it was. I, I'm. I felt like I might as well have been playing Final Fantasy Two. That's what it felt like. Yeah, no, and, and the thing, the pro- <laughs> Final Fantasy VII was a was was a, a brilliant emo story. Yeah, the story is amazing. Wrapped in a really shitty graphics experience, but that's yep. the thing that I'm Tom, saying. I'm showing though. this one for you, by the way, Final Fantasy VIII remake. So remastered. the final, see, that's the thing. That's that's why I think it's really phenomenal. And this is actually my my second pick right now. 
is the remake of Final Fantasy VII. It looks fucking gorgeous. And that's that's kind of like, this is the remakes I've been waiting for since they started doing these remastered bullshit editions. I'm sorry, Tad. I know you're really looking forward to Final Fantasy VIII Remastered. I hate remastered editions because they don't, they, they smooth out the graphics a little bit and that's it. Oh, no. Me, I mean, no. Well, well, is this a proper remake or is this a re? Okay. Is no, it's not a proper remake. Have you but seen the graphics the, are the, by far the, better the than the Halo remastered? Like, yeah. Oh, that a was a fully different shit. game. Now. Are you it's, kidding me? Okay, look. Is it significantly better by like 100% than the original game? Yeah. Yes. It sure uh, fucking I, is. It is. I agree with you on that aspect. But to me, I think like the re- to me, I, I guess maybe some of the early remasters have made me bitter towards them. Because I feel like some of the remasters were just like, oh, we took our original fucking 64-bit game and we made it so that way it looks better in 1080p they upscaled it and they smoothed out some of the blocking blockiness that's not a re that's not a remaster to me a remaster is a true re-overhaul of the gaming engine that's if not a, a new gaming engine exactly yeah, that's a remake, that's a remake. yeah I it's a remake that. not a remaster right which is the reason why i prefer remakes or redos over rema- or over a remaster well that's yeah, like saying this is, that's like this saying is i prefer rare. tuna fish instead of oranges remakes like, remakes are rare dude like final fantasy 7 remake like that's i hope pretty... this is a trend like, they're not going to go back and remake every decent game from the past like i mean they're i think going, 7... they're only really going to bring back the fan favorites that will sell based on the nostalgia alone Right, like seven for sure was probably one of the most popular games that they ever oh, made. Oh, it, it it will forever be the most popular Final Fantasy game. I don't think any yeah. of them will ever beat that. Um, even though I think it's a it's a it's a good game. I just don't. I think Final Fantasy eight. I think Final Fantasy nine. I think Final Fantasy six are are are. I think Final Fantasy twelve. I think Final Fantasy uh, ten uh- are better games than seven. All the games, but seven because it was popular. No, 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 no. I'm yeah, not dead trusting. hamster. No, no, no. Trust me, that's not <laughs> how I feel about you. this. Uh huh. Uh huh. I okay. can promise you that's not how I feel about I, this. I know. I'm just giving you shit, dude. One of my favorite games of all time is is freaking Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Like, how popular was that fucking game? Uh, Vice City, just pretty a popular. Bit. Fucking pretty very fucking popular. popular. It it got ported over to fucking mobile. It's not popular at all. Oh, and Jim. I own it, and I own it on all of them. I own it mobile. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, the soundtrack of that uh, Vice City game. Oh man, oh, it's fucking the best. Best fucking V Rock. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so cool. So your number two is is Final Fantasy VII remake. Yes, I I like it because of what it represents for me. It is okay. a potential of true remakes of the games that were classics that that need to be brought into the new era things like this this the one of the worst games to be announced for me was the was uh with uh zelda whatever breath of the wild 2 breath of the wild 2 i was pissed when i saw that on the slack why 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 were you mad about that you know why it's a great game i still haven't finished it because it's just fucking long but but i love it's the not game long. For me, it is because I like to do all the things, Michael. Um, okay. <laughs> Still not that so you, you didn't listen to the instructions at the beginning of the game saying, go to the castle, Zelda needs your help. You know what? I know that. Just, just, shh. I, I, I want to, uh, let me do my thing my way, okay? 
I mean, that's okay. the point of Breath of the Wild is to do that your thing your way. I know. Can't I get that. about it being too long when you can do it however you want. I'm not complaining <laughs> about it being too long. I'm just you saying. You just did. I. Why does it bother giving... you so much though that there's a sequel to a really successful game? The why? Because I want a fucking remake of Ocarina of Time. Well, why? okay. You're not, you're not the the of Ocarina of I love Time. that It was remade too. for the 3DS. They've remade no, that no. game a they lot. They remastered already. it for the 3DS. No, 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 it's no. It's not no. a remake. No. They yes, it is, it David. It 3DS. is a remake. But I don't want to buy a 3DS. I want to fucking buy okay. a Switch. So then, so then, I want to buy my 3DS? No. Wah. I don't want to. So, yeah, Wayne. Okay, hey, I want, David. I want David, a remaster of the fucking stupid ass name for a flute of time, okay? That's what I want. What about Wind Waker for the Wii U? I hate Wind Waker. Wind Waker is yeah, the no, best Zelda wait, game. Wait, so that, I'm actually curious <laughs> because earlier in Slack, you were like, oh, Link's Awakening, that looks fucking great. And I was looking at the graphics, I was like, I'm pretty sure you'd have a problem with the actual graphics for this game. I can't fucking wait no. for Link's Awakening. Oh, no, it fucking looks amazing. What is wrong with you? I'm so, I love I, the There's no wrong with me. You don't, you don't, you don't hate like Link's Wind Awakening? Waker. It's... It's childish graphics, and there's even Goombas in it, David. That's there's what a I'm difference, saying. though. There's a difference, though. Link's Awakening. I, I just love the clay animation style. I love clay the look anim- of that. It looks like clay animation to me. Am I you're wrong? About I, mean, I can kind of see where you're getting that from, but it's not claymation. I know it's not claymation. I just say it kind of looks like claymation to me. It's stop. Yeah, stop action. Thank you. All right, all right, David. It's kind of more like three? a. Chibi. What's your number three, David? <laughs> And, and I forgot already. Oh, um, my number three. Oh fuck! So it's it's a three way tie. Oh Jesus Christ! It's a three way tie. We've it's got three through five for David. Yeah, I know. Oh, just, uh, Doom Eternal. <laughs> fucking love Doom. I'm super excited for this next game. Uh, Star Wars Jedi, obviously, gotta be up there. It looks amazing. I want to know the story. I have to know the story. I I just hope it's better than um. Battlefront What's... 2. No, everything is better. Fucking Shadows of the Empire is better than Battlefront 2. No. Um what was the what was the single it's with Star Killer, the 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 sequel to Star Killer. Oh, uh Force Awakens? Thank no, you. Force really... Awakens 2. No, it was, was Force it... Awakens. Yeah, the Force Awakens 2. I just hope what? it's better than that. No, you what? mean the Force Unleashed. That that too. Yeah, Force Unleashed, that's it. Unleashed, yes. I, knew thank I, was... You. I was like, wait. You got all talking about the movies or the games? The games. Yeah, I said I said Force Awakens. I wait, wait, no, that's the movie. I I, I, I actually close. enjoyed Force Force Unleashed. I did too. Uh, I like Force Unleashed. I never played the second one though. The second one I wasn't a big fan of. Basically, the premise is that you're a clone of the of Dead Star Killer, but then you find out you're really not the clone. You just somehow survived, and you know, happy flowers and love and whatnot. Um. And Watchdog Legion's got a really big uh, push for me. So I loved Watchdogs. I, I, despite the fact that it fucking bombed in E3, uh, out, out of E3, I loved the original Watchdogs. I loved where it went. Um, I wasn't, I, while I liked Watchdogs 2, I, I was kind of apprehensive about it because it's, it's, to me, it's not really a hacker game. It's more like a, you know, I'm going to take over Facebook by bombing the fuck out of it. That just didn't. I don't know. That's more terroristy than you know. Cyber. Oh, I mean, if you don't think that this isn't going to do it that way. Oh, I know it is, but it's the little difference is it's less ha- hacky, more like high tech assassin. Here's the thing. I 
I liked Watch Dogs 2 a lot. I thought it improved a lot of what one lacked. Right. And I'm really excited about the location for this new one. Here's the thing. This technical element of being able to quote-unquote play as any NPC is really worrying <laughs> for me. Like, that's really, like... Too, too ambitious? Yeah, like, I was like, y'all... <laughs> You all decided to like finally get it right, and then you're like, you know what? We're gonna fuck ourselves so hard <laughs> <laughs> and try to make this work. So, and, so you think? So you think it's either gonna make or break them? Basically, I mean, it's it's the whole like underlying component of the game. I definitely think it's gonna fucking uh, delay the shit out of this game a couple of times. Okay, I just like. So you've listed a couple of, like, uh, the Cyberpunk is one of my favorites, Watch Dogs Legion is one of my favorites, and then, like, I don't really have a third, to be honest with you. Uh, Breath of the Wild 2? No, no, no. So, like, I, I, haven't, I haven't played Breath of the Wild yet. I haven't played it at all. I That's Julia's thing. I, I want her to finish it first. Pokemon Sword and Shield? Um, Julia's never going to finish it, by the way. That, that game actually... I don't like Pokemon, but that game actually looks kind of fun. Oh, it looks I'm so actually fun really pissed off at Pokemon right now. What? Who? You? Have you heard about, have you heard about Dexit? No. Oh, God. They are not... They are... It's, it's a play on Brexit, obviously. Uh, yeah, I assumed. <laughs> they are not allowing... Because, you know, they announced the Pokemon Home, where it's the big, massive transfer service, basically the new generation of Pokemon Bank. Uh, they yeah, are okay. they are generation locking sword and shield. You will not be able to bring Pokemon into it from that are not already a part of the game. Well, so you with why previous you're games that, though, right? where you could transfer Pokemon forward after you beat the game and complete the national decks in that game and be able to catch you know some of the older Pokemon that would start to spawn in remote locations and stuff. Yeah, it's not happening in this game. You'll be limited to say 150 Pokemon in this game. Oh, well, you know why they you heard why they're doing that though, right? And that reason is bullshit. Why is that? Why is it bullshit? What's the reason? Uh, they're wanting to focus. Exactly. They're wanting to focus more on the like character design of the Pokemon. They felt like by having all the Pokemon in it, it was. No, they said that they wanted to deliver a comprehensive experience, and that they did not want to take the time to basically render every Pokemon. Keep in mind, there's like seven, eight hundred Pokemon now. Yeah. Uh, they didn't want to render seven or eight hundred different Pokemon with all of their moves. Yeah. I really well, can't guess blame them for that. You, it's po- the Pokemon company opened that can of worms. Yeah. And they have built a brand around all of these Pokemon. If you don't think you have the te- technical capabilities to move these Pokemon forward, do a remake. Do what David wants. Do a remake of <laughs> Gold and Silver. Do a remake... Well, of isn't Diamond that and what Pearl. this do is? Do a remake though? of Red and Blue. No, no, this is a brand new game. This is a new. No, I know, region. I know. It's a brand new. Ge- okay, hear me out. What I'm saying isn't that what this is. What I'm saying is, is that they're obviously trying to do like a clean break here. Yeah, they're not. That, well, I mean, it, that's. Kind I thought of what they were going like. to a whole. Uh, to me, I thought it was because no, because they're going to, they're going to bring, region. Every region brings forward some Pokemon that are available in the region. So, sure, like, yeah. they're not going to leave Pikachu out of a Pokemon game. No, of course. Well, not. obviously not. Yeah, I'm, never like, will. I'm looking at Raichu and uh, Gyarados on the screen right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, Raichu. So, but what about the people that fell in love Sergeant with certain Pokemon? Surge. Why can't they go get them? 
Why can't I they mean, bring them forward to play with them in this game? What Pokemon do you absolutely have to have in this new game that's getting you all fucking pissed about it? I mean, it's it's not that there's a Pokemon that I want to bring forward. It's that they are just out of the blue. Like, every game previously, every new entry, with the exception of Pokemon Go, which is its own mobile arena, has let you bring Pokemon into the game. Well, okay. From the past. Let me let me let me think games. about this for a second here. What if because apparently they've already changed some aspect of I don't know if it was this game or it was a different game that they announced. They could easily patch that in later. It's just like Pokemon Go. It started off with the the originals, right? They could patch in the others at some point. It's not I th- I think they're right now trying to say like we just want to focus on this particular game. And then later on, they could add it. I don't see why that's that's a big problem. I think you're. I think this is like making it a bigger deal than it actually is. Like it's not. If they were going to add it later, they could have very easily said it will not be available at launch, but it is something that is coming. Well, they could also be gauging players' reactions. Some player, obviously, you're pretty impassioned about this, and I'm sure a pretty large part of the fan base is too. But you have to like look at the development of the game too. This is their so like, what they're doing is they're gauging the their fans' reactions to see if they can get away. No, with not, I'm not doing saying, it. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you have to look at the fact that this is a true first new Pokemon game for a brand new platform that they've never done before. I know that they did the other one. I'm talking that about a, like that was that was a Pokemon Go spinoff, right? I know that they did the other one, right? But this is like brand new generation they're trying to get this done right i can see exactly where this could have gone like if in terms of development they're like we want to get this shit right the first time they want to focus the development on that part of the game so like i i get what you're saying and i can understand why it's a huge deal to people to not be able to bring their shit forward but at a certain point like y'all have to understand like 800 Pokemon is a shit ton of Pokemon <laughs> to, to, to render every single thing. Okay. I'm sorry. How many ga- How many copies of this game are they going to sell? <clears throat> money Michael, is not it's not the about issue. the money. It's about the resources. Because this is it's about a- to be the most expensive Pokemon game to date. How much is it? It's going to be a $60 game because it's for the Switch. Okay. Was not. I, I was... mean, I don't. And they're going to sell. Millions are they getting that money up front? Are they getting that money up front to fund the development of this game right now? No, no probably not. So your point's kind of moot in that regard. But they're making this game off of money they've made off previous games in the past. Of course, but I mean, like this is—it's. Um... You also got to remember, it's also they're paying a lot of people, new people, to build a new engine to to create a new experience. This is far more in-depth than any other Pokemon games by far. And what I mean by in-depth is like graphically superior. Uh, so I can see how, you know, Pokemon, the company, Game Freak, wants to kind of s- sit there and say, you know what? Pokemon Sword and Shield are going to be an in- uh, a inclusive environment. It's going to s- solely be in this region it's gonna be only these pokemons and, and i could see what you're saying michael i could see that and they you know, should not have arg- they should not have labeled it as a mainline game if it wasn't going to follow the mainline <sighs> game trend of being a continuation of the series bringing forward the pokemon so 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 
So what you're saying is originally because when they... when the last two games came out on the uh-huh. Switch, the Let's yeah. Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, they right. said, and next year we will have a full mainline game for those of you fans that this game is not marketed toward next year. So, so when you okay, now I'm not anywhere near close to uh, uh, understanding or knowing anything about Pokemon that you are. I'm really not. I'm a very casual Pokemon gamer. So casual, in fact, the last Pokemon game, aside from Go and Let's Go Pikachu, the very last Pokemon game I played was Yellow. <laughs> okay? Okay. So, so I do not understand a lot of the things that you're talking about because I have not owned a Nintendo Game Boy since uh, the 3DS. Okay? Yeah. Um, so... What it to is, me, is they're releasing a service me. to let you bring Pokemon forward uh-huh. called Pokemon Home. Why would I want to do that? Why would they release a service if it's going to be crippled by the game? So they're, so they're releasing a new service that's is not it, Is it a used? paid service? It's a paid service. Well, okay. I don't know that they've announced a price for it, but I can almost guarantee it'll be a paid service because Pokemon Bank was a paid service. Okay. Well, that maybe. It allows you to transfer maybe. Pokemon. Maybe it's not a paid service to go around because you don't have the complete Pokemon experience. Not yet. Not well, yet. Keep in mind, Pokemon Bank was not a, an experience; it was a tool to okay. move your Pokemon between. So, games but what's the and difference forward. between what's the difference between Bank and Home? Home is like, going to be the new version of Bank. Okay, but besides Pokemon that, Bank nothing, was for the 3DS. Nothing else is different. We don't have a whole lot of data on Home yet. So, okay, so well, why why can't this be like the like the first time Bank came out? Because they've already said that it's going to be compatible with Bank, and that you'll be able to use Bank to bring all your Pokemon forward, and then use Home to bring them forward from there, and that it would be compatible with the new games. Okay, so why so am they I going to bring back was... my collections of legendaries that I've been collecting since fuck two thousand five? Earlier than that, right? I've got all these Pokemon that I have moved forward through all of my games, and I I am not nearly as comprehensive about this as a lot of people. I know Sarah has, like, fucking every Pokemon in the Pokedex in her Pokemon bank. Okay, so what you're saying is they've already announced that this would happen to a new game, to this new game. And now they're kind of backpedaling that. No, I don't think they ever formally announced that. They, they never they would said it that. would happen, but they heavily fucking implied it with Pokemon Home. Okay. Okay, okay. Because they, they oh, announced no, no, no. a service. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up, hold up. Let me just... Let's just stop for a second here. You just said that they haven't completely confirmed that this is the case. <laughs> what do you mean? That you're not going to be able to bring everything forward. No, they said that you're not bringing everything forward. Right, no, what he they said... said what, what he's saying that they implied that you would be able to take they implied that to you home. would be able to when they announced home... What two, a month, two months ago? Okay. And now oh, and they're again. coming out with information again. on Sword and Shield saying, "Oh, and by the way, you're not bringing any of your old legendaries into this game because fuck you." Again, <laughs> this is at launch. I am fairly confident that this is something that could be patched in later. Right, and but the thing is, I disagree about... because they do not have a habit of patching their games outside of Pokemon Go. With new content post launch, 
Yeah. It's a new trend. Now, the thing is, though, Michael, I, I, I get where you're coming from. I understand the ire, mainly because I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that uh, game studios have been having a real issue with foot and mouth lately. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, they, they announce things to, to gauge the fans' reaction, and right. it's the fans. But they it's it's a scummy way of doing it. I, I don't and disagree. It's something that Nintendo had not really done. And I know Pokemon isn't Nintendo, but right. Well, but I think they are very closely linked right now. I think that's what's happening is is that it's it's coming to, like it's such a large. This is a larger endeavor than I think that they probably even considered. So to bring all of that moving forward is just such a large. Like I, if you had told me, hey. We're breaking. The, we're making this new game, and uh, oh yeah, we also got to bring all the 800 Pokemon forward and do all this shit. Like, fucking hell, man! <laughs> I would have been like, I would have been so stressed out. I can only imagine that the creator of this, the director of this game, is just like, nah, we're not gonna do that. That's that's not a good idea. Well, on that bombshell, <laughs> let's talk about game subscriptions. Oh, yes, boy. let's talk about game subscriptions. <laughs> While I'm hot and fucking angry. <laughs> <laughs> David, what have you done? <laughs> I poked the fire. <laughs> Alright. I just you wanted to talk about now? E3. <laughs> let's, you did no, what now? Oh no, this is this is an extension of E3 because how many different game subscriptions were announced or like concrete con- or uh cemented at, least, at this? At least two at, or three. Tell me, man, I didn't I didn't watch it. Game subscriptions are worse than pre-orders. <laughs> Whoa! Okay. Whoa, buddy. Ten thousand percent. What? Because what are they doing? These these game subscriptions. They're selling you data, or they're selling you games, and then literally paying the pre-orders for you. So they're funding games off of your subscription, and guess what? You're paying fifteen dollars a month. I don't know. It's not as well thought out of a argument. I, I, I okay. For, God, I, I don't. I don't want to pay hundred and fifty dollars a month to have four or five, six subscriptions just to play the games that I want. Well, play. okay. Let's 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 look at it from a flip side here. This is just like arguably cutting the cord for video stuff, right? You have your Netflix, your Amazon, blah 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 blah. Except it's not cutting the cord. It's putting the cord back. You're signing well, up for yeah, yeah. like that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like here's the thing. There's depending on the price, I'm I'm okay with game subscriptions depending on the price because and, and the content that's available. That's a biggie, of course. Yep. But how many game subscriptions do you have currently, Jeff? Uh, just the one. I just have the Ultimate Game Pass from Microsoft. It's five dollars a month. Okay. I'm not. I'm not probably not going to do the Ubisoft one. I. Don't really have anything on Origin that's like, holy shit, I need to play it. So I'm not gonna really do that. Um, there's, I'm probably not gonna do Stadia either. Whatever, whatever that ends up being, I'm probably not gonna do Stadia. The reason why I did the Microsoft uh, Game Pass was is that it's literally five bucks a month. They're apparently gonna be adding a shit ton of stuff from Bethesda on there. Um, and there's games on there that I already wanted to pay that would easily cost me $60 a pop. Here's the funny thing. I seem to remember us having this conversation. Oh, 
I don't know, three or four months ago at least. When uh, oh no, this try whole, a couple of years. Oh, this whole, like whole origin access. It wasn't thing a couple years. How, it was, it was it a couple years ago. But how, what that. was what was the argument? Oh, the, the the games were free when you paid for your subscription. No, 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 no. I no, no, no. I distinctly no, no, no. remember that the games were free because you paid for. So, so Todd got Anthem no. for free because he, he paid for a subscription. For right. No. What because I'm he's saying paying is for the subscription because he can justify it with two games that he will buy perennially. Right. Sure. That okay. will alone cost him more than the subscription. Sure. And right. So, like, just for like Xbox, for instance, that's uh, five dollars a month. What games on Xbox are remade every year that you're going to get with that? Uh, Forza. I really like Forza so far. You don't. Uh, how you're going to play every Forza every year? Well, hold on. I okay, mean, for five dollars a month, sure. Why not? Okay, Michael, hold on. Let me let me put it down. Let me break down the financials this way. How much did you pay for Destiny Two? Ah, uh, fuck! I don't even know right now. Okay, well, no, let's. Well, that's the thing, though. So. With a subscription, okay. you paid. Let's say, let's pay. You paid the base model of Destiny, which we both know we didn't. Right. <laughs> but let's say you pay the base model for sixty bucks. So it's at sixty mm-hmm. bucks for Destiny Two. That's uh, fourteen dollars. No, let's go. The, let's go the high end. I paid eighty dollars for Destiny Two to get the the extra content. Right. Okay. So you got the extra content. You also got season one of uh all i got the, the ex- first set or the first and then the first two expansions with it for the right. actually no i think it, it was 90 or 100 because it didn't right. include that so we'll say right. 100 so it's 100 bucks which and then they did one release after those done for 35 right so that's 135 right now yeah. which at the same time is still technically discounted and then no that wasn't discounted Yes, it was because if you think about it, each one of these seasonal updates that no, were expansions, buy the expansion for thirty-five, or you could buy the full game with the or the full game again with the expansion for sixty. No, no, no. I'm talking the about the, the, the season just, one expansions. The... If you if you a la carte it, mm-hmm. right? It would let's. I mean, that's what I meant by discount. Oh, if you're you saying if you bought the sixty and then bought the the fifteen or the twenty dollar and the twenty dollar, you're right. still at a hundred bucks. Okay. Okay. All right then. You're right. That's fair. Okay. So we, let's. It's 135, right? What for what? And then it depends on what service you're on. Right. No. But let's just say those. Just that one game with those expansions cost about 135. We'll round it up with tax. We'll say about 140. That's fair. Correct. Yeah. And then no, with tax on that would be like 145. I think. Okay. Um, then your next re- release was uh, Forsaken. Okay. Which was, I believe, a f- $45? Wait, no. Forsaken was that next release. That's where you got right, the 145 Right, right. Uh, now you've got another one coming. Okay. Uh, so, so... Destiny 2 w- came out... Two years September ago. Of 20, se- September of 2017. Right, so so, so on that one game, so what's one hundred and forty-five divided by twenty-four? And about five bucks. <laughs> uh yeah, about five six bucks. Right, so so using Todd math, you only get another two hundred games for free. Yes. <laughs> so the, that's the thing, though. It depends on how you game. 
And I talked about this three years ago, Jeff, when I said I think that subscription services will become a thing. I predicted this. I said because the type of gamer that I personally am is – and we all are if you really think about it, if you break down the, the brass tacks. We go from one game to the next every couple months. We get bored of it. We want to buy a new game. That's another 60 bucks. And then that's another 60 bucks or that's another 30 bucks. Or we'll find we'll play an older game for 20 bucks. You know, so we're spending more than just $5 a month or $15 a month or even $150 a month if you really want to kind of go there. Uh so it really depends on on you as a person what is more economical. I think that this is a brilliant way to go about it because it breaks down the cost of a $60 game. It allows you to play other games when you get bored of the one game you really wanted to play in right. the get-go. So, so like, like, for me, I'm not going to spend $60 to play Sea of Thieves with you guys. I'm just not. It's not the kind of game I want to play or own for $60. But I sure as hell will pay for a dollar for it, or I'll pay $5 a month for it to play the 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 one or two times that I'll play with you guys a month because you haven't really played it again this entire month. That's not true. We played it the other night. Okay, so once, once uh, this whole month. Okay. <laughs> okay. See what see see what I mean. Well, That's okay. My so, like case. for instance, I have there's I wanted to play there's there's some games that I wanted to play from the get go. Okay. We happy few. Uh, Crackdown 3, because I saw that was pretty fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Forza Horizon 2, and then Halo Wars 2. See, now, I would pay $5 a month to play Crackdown 3, just because I want to hear Terry Crews scream at me for 30 minutes. Right. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I think our, that'd be But keep in intense. mind, you are now required to pay that $5 a month from yeah. now until Five... the end of time. Okay. Or else you lose your games. Okay, and well, that's fine. That's I will if... never want to play Crackdown Three again. I really right. don't care if I play Sea of Thieves again. Uh, I can't tell you how many games I quote unquote own that I have not picked up in months or years. I and mean, if there's I... a lot of stuff on here that gets added, so for like um, Rise of the Tomb Raider, like I'm not Rise of the Tomb Raider, whatever the newest one, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I don't know what the fuck they call it. What it's Shadow. What it I think it was Shadow of the Tomb Raider. You know what? I got Shadows of the Shadow for the Tomb Raider free as a free download as part of my Xbox Live subscription that I paid for years and I haven't even touched. I haven't even powered on my Xbox. Yeah. Okay. So that was fifteen dollars that I was just chucking down the window. How many people have a fucking gym account uh, that they they pay twenty dollars a month or thirty dollars a month that they don't even fucking know what the other side of a barbell looks like? I feel like that most could people be, do that. Right. So that's money we're throwing away that, in this case, will be actually utilized. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. That's why I like this So what you're saying is that you're comparing... So what you're doing is you're comparing these video game subscriptions to a gym membership that people pay for and then forget they have and never use? I mean, that's a very... That's that's the end goal for these guys, to be honest with you. Yeah. No, that's that's what I'm saying. But that's that, the thing, that is their goal is all this content's going to be out there and then eventually it's going to be well we don't want to keep these on our servers because we've got all this new content coming because remember when Netflix had everything it's yeah. just like Netflix there wasn't so anything you, you couldn't find on Netflix do you still pay and for nowadays Netflix? you can't I do, do you still pay, pay for, for Netflix? Netflix 
Okay. Yes. You, what, what other streaming services do you pay for? Uh, currently, I mean, technically, I pay for Amazon Prime. Okay. Because, but I pay for Amazon Prime for the for the free shipping, the, the music <laughs> yeah, service, yeah, yeah, and yeah. the right, video service or add-ons, as what is Twitch Hulu? Prime. Uh, we're getting Hulu for ninety nine cents a month, and then we're canceling it so that doesn't really count. Does it though? Because like, are you absolutely certain that you'll remember to cancel it? Like, yes. I'm just just throw a caution line. Are you absolutely like okay? How much you, is Hulu a month you, normally? How much is what? Fifteen. Hulu's fifteen a month. Fifteen for ad free. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah for ad free. Which is the only way to go. I'm sorry. I just that I shit's gone at the end of our subscription. Okay, I'm I'm just saying. I use Hulu so, more than anything. Netflix, <laughs> oh, Amazon Hulu. Video. How often do you actually like look at all the content that's on there? Look at all the content. <laughs> yeah, like how, how often do you go on there and say, you know what, I'm gonna watch this TV show, and then guess what, it disappears. I'm currently watching Chef right now, the new cooking show. Fucking amazing. Right. It's basically food porn. Uh, I fucking love those shows. Like one of my favorites right now. Uh, all, 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 no shits and giggles, is uh, was it like fake it or? I can't remember I the name of the show. That. that you know which one I'm talking about, Jim. The one that show where they just they're like, okay, here's this really pretty fucking picture of a of a finished cake or dessert, and here are three fucking idiots who don't know how to fucking bake. Let's see how they let's see if they can make it or not. <laughs> And they fuck it up so bad. It's so yeah. great. I mean, Michael, I, I get what you're saying, but also, to me, this is just an extension of, like, Netflix. As long as it stays within a reasonable parameter, $5 a month, $60 a year, that's really so, not that bad. And and I agree with him, because you know what? Uh, well, my issue isn't the $5 a month. What is okay, it? It's the what's... $15 a month. It's the, one, it's the ones that are going to cost you... Hundred dollars a year. Okay, uh, and then there's going to be the steady increase in price because what has Netflix done? They've increased their price. Sure, right. and I've strongly considered canceling Netflix because of that. But well, I mean, that's that's what happens when you get to be as large as they do. They are trying to buy more and more and more content, and they're trying to fund more and more content. With Microsoft, you it's kind of like their Netflix originals. You'll always have access to their Microsoft games, presumably, unless they fuck something up really bad. Well, um, so, I mean, also think about it like this, Michael. I have just paid for my third month of Origin Access release, right? So I have wait. You're paying. So far, do you pay monthly for that? Yes, I do. But so you can pay yearly for that. I can. I just pay monthly because I wasn't sure if I wanted to keep it or not. Yeah. I like that option. The th- you can cancel. There is no problem to cancel. It's not a contract. And what I like about this is uh, Jeff has said, you know what? I want to play Battlefield 5. Guess what I can do? I can click on it. I can download it. And we're playing in less than an hour. Versus me paying 20 bucks, play it maybe one or two times, and then I just wasted 20 bucks. Instead, of, I can just sit there and say, oh, I've only wasted five. You know, Michael, let me actually pause this to or you. Or 15. If Nintendo came out today and said, hey, we're doing a subscription service, every single game we've ever made, $5 a month, <laughs> would you sign up for that shit? I would sign up for that shit so fucking fast. Yeah. However, <laughs> for, for sure, yeah. Oh, there's a however. Okay, Nintendo go ahead. Nintendo has a lot more games that have the Nintendo label on them than Microsoft does. 
Uh, there's still a ton of licensing. No, 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 no. There's still a ton of licensing issues, though, right? Because look at like the Super Nintendo Classic, the NES Classic. There's a ton of games on there that had third-party licensing that they could not add to that. It's just like the uh, the digital store. Like you can't. There's no. When I right, say like every are, single Nintendo game, what are Microsoft's original IPs? Halo. Uh, Halo. Games no. of War. Forza. Halo, every single, of War, every, one every of single studio that they just snatched up last year. Okay. Compare all of that to the powerhouse that is the Mario universe. Of course. <laughs> but like, Which here's has the more thing. games in it. Here's the thing. What games third party do you really play on Nintendo stuff that you're like, oh, I have to have that? That are third party on Nintendo? That are third party. There's not. Okay, well, right. that's my point. We're talking about first party. Nintendo is the apple of the gaming world. So there's no problem for you doing that, then. Nintendo's not the apple of the game. Well. <laughs> you buy exclusive Nintendo product. Actually, I will tell play... you, just kind of going back on the E3 track <laughs> just a little bit, not not to deter from this conversation too much. I'm honestly surprised at the the lack of secrecy that we have now regarding like new products that are coming. Gotta out. come out anyways. Did no, you it's not. See it's not that necessarily. What I'm talking about. Did you see what Nintendo did? Yeah. They hit that one guy with a cease and desist on leaking their stuff. Oh, yeah. beat em up. Was it beat em ups? Uh, yeah, I think it was beat em ups. No, that was one of the Bethesda did that. No, Man, Nintendo kinda... got somebody like the day before the the leaks were going to happen for Nintendo. And, like, the guy got contacted. He wasn't even in a house that was registered in his name when he got a call on his landline phone. Like, they tracked his ass down to deliver a cease and desist. Man, that sounds a little bit like Apple. No, it, this was some no, weird Nintendo, shit. Nintendo has always been really... apple um, <laughs> Really quite terrible to their fans in this regard because there was a certain period you couldn't stream on YouTube, I think. Didn't that like, this like just for them to literally say the names of the games that were coming out. Right. This wasn't like it wasn't like they had hacked a bunch of stuff and had pictures or anything to show. It was quite literally somebody had a list of the games that were going to be shown and Nintendo told them that's industry secrets. If you show that before we show it, we will sue your ass. If you uh, if you utter the phrase "Breath of the Wild 2 before we do, we will <laughs> sue your ass. <laughs> well, Apple I mean, shit gets leaked every year before their conference. Yeah. Did you hear about any of the Nintendo stuff besides the stuff we already knew about from Nintendo before the Nintendo conference? Uh, there's strong rumors, but I mean, and like not even half the rumors came true. That's the thing, though. There's rumors every single year. I mean, it's because half the rumors are just people hoping for things. People been hoping for Animal Crossing for the ever since the Switch launched, right? And you know that it'll come out eventually, so having a rumor is not a big deal. Right. Well, so I'm not so like in in regards to Nintendo, they're. They're very Apple-esque in the fact that they like to keep their shit locked down. What I'm talking about is um, Sony, like, I guess they're trying to get ahead of the game and be like, hey, 
by the way, we're developing something really fucking cool with our PlayStation 5. Here's what it's going to have. Here's the specs. And you're just like, you haven't even seen the fucking thing, right? <laughs> and and now Microsoft's like, oh shit, I guess we got to say what our stuff is. Now. Here's Project Scarlet. Here, here's what we're doing with that. Well, you got to remember, this is no this is no different than what they've been doing for years. The only difference is instead of being like very secretive to their PC consoles, looking consoles, they they decided to strip away the the pomp and circumstance of keeping everything so quiet and secretive about their next console releases and saying, you know what, we know this shit's going to leak out. We know someone's going to fucking mess this up. So we want to be the people that announce it because we want to start generating it's, It's not only that, though, but I think it's also trying to get people hyped because, you know, Xbox One, I don't think to this day, has still been as successful as the PlayStation 4. Probably not, but the thing is, you got to realize these PS4s and Xbox Ones, the dev boxes have been out for for these PlayStation 4s and five, uh, these new 5s and Scarlet or whatever. The dev boxes have been out for at least a year. Yeah, of course. So At least. Um, uh, I mean, I'm just... So it's, a, it's, it's just, amazing it's that just they very... haven't been leaked earlier. No, no. I mean, I think in this day and age, like, you know, they're not necessarily worked about or or uh, worried about. I think what they would be most worried about is like pricing got out, right? Or what it actually looks like. Uh, well, and see, that's the thing. The dev boxes are the hardware, so the the hardware is not a big reveal, no. at least not to me. And no. the reason why I say that is because you know these these. It's a console, and it'll be outclassed by a PC before it even launches. Right. I mean, if it's not already, it's so funny listening to the to the PlayStation Four. Maybe it was actually Scarlet, where they're talking about like, oh, these have SSDs, but they're not normal SSDs. SSDs. We, got, we got this other thing, blah blah blah. It, I'm just like, long story right. short, they have high memory SSDs, right? Ooh. And um, you know, the G- oh, GDR six memory and blah blah blah. Right. I'm like, all right. Cool, and they're like, "Oh, we can push 8K gaming." I'm like, "Look, look, 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 look. Get 4K gaming sorted properly <laughs> at a super high frame rate, and then you can." Before you talk about 8K. 8K theoretical, right? Like, right. I'm just like, mm-hmm. like, get your shit sorted before you start going. Ooh, we've got 16K. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's like when I got uh, my GoPro for the first time. It was GoPro three, and it was like, "Hey, this will shoot um, in 4K." And yeah, except back... for like, except for like the little asterisk that tells you, yeah, well, actually, you can only shoot 4K at these many frames per second. At fifteen this frames risk, per second, right? <laughs> fifteen oh, frames terrible. per second. <laughs> it, uh, it looks like stop motion, but that it's was, 4K. That was 2011 or 2012 when I got that. Right. So, so we can take 4K stills. That's great. Yeah. Right. I mean, shit. My phone could take 4K stills at that point. It's just I don't know. There's the the, the the they've they're starting to realize, hopefully, that there's a trend towards cloud gaming that I haven't really seen actually um, be taken seriously yet. So like Stadia, I think is going to be the big one that's going to be like. I think it's going to be the game changer. I don't think it's going to be a game changer necessarily. I think it's going to be one of those things where people are going to start to see, oh, I don't need to spend, you know, $600 on a new console. 
Right. Um, that I can I can get into it now for I think it's like one forty. No, for it's like a, the startup package. It's a hundred bucks for the founders edition, right? Now. Okay, so like a hundred dollars, and that includes the controller and the Chromecast Ultra, right? Yes. All right, so like that's that's a Which huge is... like that's a huge savings slash much easier barrier of entry for most people. Right. So what that means for me is I can game in 4K. Never yeah. ever have to worry about hardware upgrades or right. anything else. The only thing I would ever have to worry about is my already fast internet that I've already paid for every month because right. I love streaming and the really nice TV that I will watch movies on anyway. Or so my computer think... monitor. So the idea behind Stadia for me is so damn appealing because I don't have to worry about getting a better processor or I don't have to worry about buying a better graphics card now. <laughs> <laughs> you or, know? or you don't have to worry about your monitor fucking up and hopefully working at 144 hertz <laughs> properly. Yeah, your brand because... new 20, 2080 GTX RC right. card. Right, because you know what? <sighs> my browser can display it. I'm good. <laughs> And like, like just so y'all are aware, um, like Stadia was out in the wild well before it was announced as Project yeah. Stream. You could play Assassin's Creed Odyssey in the browser and see just how well it would react. The and big look how thing, good it could potentially be. Right. The big thing is is obviously input lag. So if you're right. playing um, competitively, oh, it's probably not going to be for you. This is why I'm inter- I'm actually kind of fascinated about the Founders Edition because what free game do you get with this? Destiny 2. And guess what? You get the, all the fucking packs. Well, up to uh, the newest one. Right. So so this is why I like Stadia. For me, in my use cases, I really don't have to worry about... I could fucking game on my damn MacBook. Yeah. What? Jim's like, oh man, now why did I actually get a PC? <laughs> I can game on my damn Retina display. Sorry, Jim. We should have no, just waited. Okay. Should have just waited until he got you Stadia. He got you, no, no, Jim, Jim uh, Jeff. We got Jim something he can play now. Well, hold on. Well, let's let's back up a second. We didn't get him anything. Oh, we didn't get him Todd. shit. Todd gave him all the shit. Todd, right? And then I gifted all him knowing a, and all gracious Todd. And then I gifted him a monitor that I didn't need anymore. So that you kind of do now. Um, you know oh, what? You get that, oh, you're one. getting that monitor back then. I'm getting a new one tomorrow, so oh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> you can't return shit. Yeah, I can. Uh, I got 30 not, days. I'm not talking about you, fool. Not you, Jim. Oh, Jim, yeah, Jim you're not allowed shit. to return that. <laughs> no, Jim has 30 days to return it for his money back. Nah. <laughs> a free? Free! Gas money, bitch. <laughs> well, oh, my goodness. I, I learned a lot about E3. It seemed like it was more lackluster. Would you say that's the case? It gets, dude, it gets more and more lackluster every year, and I'll tell you why. It's because big companies are starting to realize that they have the, the power of the internet. They can control their own show a hell of a lot more than they can at E3, and they are now taking the Nintendo approach of just doing their own shows. Microsoft yeah, I mean, yeah. will not be Yeah, it's not even at year. E3. Yeah, Microsoft yeah, will not has been at that. E3. Sony wasn't at E3, were they? No, no, they are the only they. They've been releasing trailers and shit for their games in, in like the week leading up to E3, right. but they did not have a physical presence on the floor. 
Right. So, so that being said, like Microsoft, if they were to show up, all right. Thanks, Derek, for taking uh, the time to be with us tonight. You have a good night, man. Take care. Bye, uh, Derek. Um, <clears throat> I'd be super, super fucking surprised if Microsoft doesn't have like their own show next year, like a like a PSX sort of thing. Yeah, like it's just you know it's kind of well, like I mean, um, they got to have something that we can make fun of exclusively, like. Well, it's just like Only a Xbox. consumer electronics show, right? Yeah. Microsoft used to be there. Apple used to be there. Google used to be there. And now it's just not the same way that it's just. I, I think the problem is that some of these well, they companies. Have, they, they have they, so many channels to show their shit through now that they don't need it. That's right. the thing. And the yeah. internet has like enabled. Like why? Why waste money on physical space when you can just show a virtual conference? Not only that, but they can actually hire people to be able to talk about these games with a passion instead of some weirdo who really can't talk about much of anything. Right. <laughs> That's I think that was my biggest issue like going completely off topic with like some of the Google things that the, these guys are so brainy and so intelligent, but they cannot communicate on a human level with people. <laughs> And 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 you know what? That's that's their biggest. The Ghostwire. Right did you see the the E three thing for Bethesda with Ghostwire? The chick that was presenting that. Yeah. No, I did she not. She was probably not... like the most real and honest like developer. Okay, what's this called again? Uh, Ghostwire. If Ghost... I'm not mistaken. Bethesda Wire and E3. Ubisoft, from what I've seen, put out the most garbage presentations. Like the weird dancing thing. Well, okay. Here's the thing. I don't. Ghostwire Tokyo. We used to rate these presentations, and I don't like rating presentations anymore because I didn't watch any of these like in real time besides Nintendo. Uh huh. And I think Ubisoft. I may have watched a little bit of Ubisoft. I literally tuned into YouTube, and I'm sure everyone else did this. What I just was watched that? the trailers after the fact. About Ubisoft, what was oh. Mac from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia doing there? Oh, he, uh, so Ubisoft actually started a TV production company. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, he, so he's doing a, a TV show. Kind of, oh, okay. basically it's based off of EverQuest. Oh, Baldur's Gate, I fucking hate this trailer, by the way. This Baldur's oh, Gate trailer makes man, me Oh, man, I didn't even talk this? about Baldur's Gate. Are you Gate. talking Baldur's about Gate this? Great. Are you talking about this kind of cute Japanese girl? Uh, yeah, that's her. Okay. Okay. She cannot speak English, but she is pretty to look at. Oh she's, my goodness! She's <laughs> the most enthusiastic person of this E3, besides uh, Keanu Reeves. You know what? You're not wrong. A lot of these people, they're like this. So, guys, oh, especially when you get like the we have a the game. CEOs of companies or whatever. And the, oh my god, it's so bad. <laughs> I'm like, I fell asleep. What, what and happened? They're from another country, and I know that they're trying. They're trying really hard to speak English and speak it well. Oh. The Square Enix presentation was actually the one me and Todd watched on Monday, and that yeah. was pretty painful to watch. Right. Really? And I've heard nothing but good things about the Square the Enix games, presentation. The games themselves yeah. are amazing. Maybe it's that's what it's it was. the talking human action part. It's the in-between yeah. part. Where it's just oh man, it's a lot. Well, it's again, a lot again, to take in. hopefully, hopefully the money they save for me three to to post these things, they'll they'll introduce some people that are actually you know charismatic. 
Um, I yeah. don't need to hear from the presidents of these companies. I what was care that? less about these people. What was I it, uh, Jamie Kennedy Xbox brought in like years ago? Yeah. Oh my god. Well, see, so, and that's the thing. I don't care about these people. I don't care who the current CEO of Microsoft is. I don't give a shit about him. I don't give I a care, shit about the director. I care about Doug Bowser. Who? I don't give a fuck. Uh, the, you know, the people I care about... not care about Doug Bowser, David? Was he, I, you was know he what? at I, the show this year? Like, uh, like, did he do part of the Treehouse this year? Uh, he, he was. I, so. I sure hope so. I, I really yeah. hope he had like like a little clip on of like a Mario doll doll oh, that he David, decided to squish every once in a while. The huh. adorably adorable presentation of when they introduced Doug Bowser. No, I didn't. Oh man. Okay, I'm. I won't spoil it here. I would suggest it's at the very beginning of the Nintendo Direct. Go watch it. It's amazing. Of 2019. Yeah, I'll this go pull that up yes. real quick, actually. So, I to, to wrap it up, it, it, it's what I just said. It sounds like it let a lot of people down. I The Nintendo one was worth it, in my opinion. It was great. I loved it. Um, I, I oh, my God. Like, it's Bowser. I'm going to I'm going to not eat a little bit of crow, but I'm going to I'm going to say something that Todd is going to wish that he was here for. Uh-oh. <laughs> and... And, and then Todd and, pops on the screen. And Jeff might care about it, but ultimately, it's it's we're going to leave video games. We're going to go to tabletop. There's a game that's being re-released that I can't wait. Is it Monops? It is called Starfarers of Catan. <laughs> oh, no. It is, it, is a, it is a version of Settlers of Catan that came out years ago. That I watched some live playthroughs. That is the only Settlers of Catan game that ever looked interesting, and it's <laughs> Settlers of Catan in space. Nice. And it's being re-released. There's no date. There's no time. The only thing we have is a box. But I can't fucking wait to play that version of Settlers of Catan. I will play that game. I love space games. <laughs> All right. So. Yeah. I ain't just talking. This is the worst dub over I've ever seen in my life. What is what is this that we're watching? Oh, I'm not. I'm not watching what he's watching. Oh, I'm watching the Bowser. Oh, you're watching the Bowser. Oh, it's yes. so adorable when they bring him in. Oh, that's awesome. Right, for... He sounds so angry. <laughs> for David, for Jeff, for Michael, for myself. Thank you for listening. Have a good night. Bye. Uh...